dare stop recording, you son of a bitch. Hello? You didn't stop recording, did you? <laughs> what? You didn't stop recording, did you? No, I'm still recording. All right, we cool. got to keep too. all this in. <laughs> I, I think I accidentally Nimbron. hung up on you. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. All right, it's staying. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man, my, my recording volume is super loud. I'm going to turn this down a little bit. Hello? All right, that's a little better. Jesus Christ. Um, so you were saying something about your apartment? Yeah, my apartment actually flooded uh, from what? all the tears I cried since you moved out, man. Uh, I get that. I get that. I've, I've, I've been missing my big old teddy bear, you know? Man, I've been missing y'all too, dude. Like, for real. The, the two weeks of not doing the podcast, like, I felt it. I mean, yeah, you know? that and you just like... It's not like we physically got together much in the last couple years because of the pandemic, but yeah, it's been an, it's been one year. <laughs> it it fe- might feel it's like felt a couple like a years. century. <laughs> <laughs> but you you look, you're a big shot. You said you're gonna make it big as a metal detector in Cali, baby. That's yeah, that's right. Me. Yep, um, I am. I've been combing the beaches. <laughs> looking, I've been looking for looking for those expensive quick. soda cans. Yeah, those uh, those diamond soda cans that they have out here. Yeah, yeah. Um, which which having a metal detector does not help with at all. <laughs> you know, it should have thought about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm totally ill prepared. But the diamond finding... detector is so much more expensive. Yeah, that's true. I tried to like get a. I was you know how like pigs can find truffles. Yeah. Like they can just like sniff out truffles. Yeah. I was hoping I could find a a, a pig diamond or diamond pig. <laughs> And have uh, that help work. you out. Yeah. Yeah. And when I called Christina my, my diamond pig, it didn't go off. It didn't. No, I bet she didn't appreciate that very much. She didn't, she didn't like it. She didn't like it that much. So, I, uh, I would yeah. love to be your diamond pig. That's That'd be an honor to me, but I guess she doesn't get it. You know? It's fine. That's, that's the new nickname. <laughs> You're my little diamond pig. <laughs> so, how's it been, man? You've been there for... I mean, no longer than a week, right? Yeah, uh, t- yeah. We got here Sunday, so like nine days ago. Mm. Um, man, I feel like my volume is gonna be all over the place in this recording. But we'll <laughs> see. Uh, but yeah, I got here uh, like a little over a week ago, and legitimate. Like we drove when we were driving into the city, we set up an appointment to look at. Uh, we just started like looking at houses, looking at apartments, like literally right away like the we didn't even go to our airbnb when we got to the city we like went immediately to uh an apartment to check it out and you know it's one of those things it's like i'm sure it's just we're we were so anxious to find a place already and just knowing that we moved here without a place to live and you know all of that was just a lot of like really the only thing that gave us anxiety like the only thing that really stressed us out was thinking like wow like we're moving to a across the country without a place to live yeah (laughs) really terrifying and so the first place we looked at we genuinely really 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 liked it and we looked at maybe two or three other places but over the next couple days but um we ended up signing the lease for the for the first place we looked at like the place that we drove into when we got to the city to look at immediately and uh it is a really cute small you know one bedroom apartment in this really you know i keep i keep using the word cute because it just is it's like a cute little (laughs) apartment in a cute little neighborhood uh the neighborhood's called like kensington and it has this like 
really like small town vibe. It has like a square, like a little city square. Huh. Um, it, it, Kensington. What what is like the uh, what's the number of your apartment? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> ninety three thousand. Mm. And the zip code? Six hundred and eighty. Yeah, the zip code is six 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 six. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy, dude. Dash three six six. Oh wow! It keeps going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long one. Yeah, uh, California has extra long zip codes, but <laughs> they think they're so dude, special like, over there. I mean, we are. Um, oh, but okay. We, literally within two, three blocks of our place, there's a coffee shop, an Italian restaurant, a French restaurant, a pizza place, uh, a wine bar. Um, we even found a fucking uh, zero waste store that like we've been looking for for like a while now. What, yeah, like a, what is a zero store. waste store? They mostly sell this location specifically. Mostly sells like. Uh, cleaning supplies and like shampoos and lotions and soaps and it's literally like you just come in with your own bottle and you just fill up like there's no packaging they just have raw materials so like raw window cleaner like you don't get the windex spray bottle you just bring in your own spray bottle you fill it up and the amount of liquid that you take is what you pay for (laughs) so like zero waste that you're not just buying plastic containers every single time you get a new bottle of shampoo or something so (laughs) literally within walking distance of our place we like something that Christina has been looking for for a long time. We have, you know, a three-minute walk from our front door. That's awesome, man. Dude, yeah, a coffee shop right around the corner that yeah. I'm going to be able to work from every day. Like, it's it was really, really ideal. Like, the, the apartment is not ideal, but the neighborhood is. So we were just like, you know, you give and take, man. I'd I rather mean, live sure. in, in a smaller place, yeah, without a washer-dryer, which is really the issue. But okay. I'd rather live in a smaller place without a washer-dryer than a really nice, badass apartment that is in a fucking you know shitty neighborhood which is kind of where we're at right now in our airbnb like we had a helicopter circling our airbnb the other night oh my god for like 30 minutes dude <laughs> yeah it's we're living in a pretty crazy part of town right now it's like very uh sixth street feeling oh god like, yeah like the worst parts of downtown austin it kind of feels like that Oh, here. No. Like, there's a lot of drunk people at night walking around. Uh, homeless people. We're constantly, like... I got an app that sh- that literally, like, is fed directly by um, police scanners and, like, firemen, firefighter scanners and shit. Yeah. And so the other night... Uh, it was trippy, dude, because, like, the helicopters woke us up. Because we're sleeping with the windows open because it feels fucking amazing right. all day here. And I even get cold at night with the windows open, which is, like amazing in fucking june and so we hear everything so we heard a helicopter just literally circling like they had their fucking searchlight and they were circling our block and we were like what the fuck's going on christina's kind of like freaking out and i didn't realize that she was because i just opened up that app on my phone and i saw like oh there's a guy with a gun like two blocks away from here anyway and i just went back to sleep um (laughs) And so Christina, like, for some reason, I didn't tell her that I knew what was going on. And and so I let her stay up and be fucking scared for like an hour um, while she's like, how are you sleeping? Like, there's a helicopter circling us. Like, what if there's someone like hiding in our little property? And to me, I was like, ah, it's just a guy with a gun two blocks away. Like, I'm done. I'm over it. But <laughs> Dang, you kind of realize. Nothing phases you, huh? Well, I mean, honestly, like, 
no. Like, if I see that there's a situation going on two blocks away and there's a helicopter hovering, like, that's that means that it's being taken care of to, in my in my head. So I'm not really worried about it because I heard sirens. I heard the helicopter. I'm like, yeah, well, this guy's not going anywhere. You know, he he's they know about him. It's not like a guy just walking around with a gun and, and the police aren't aware. Right. Um, but, dude, this app is, like, really fucking eye-opening <laughs> how much shit is constantly going on in this fucking city. Like, I'll get reports on my phone of just, like, uh, a man assaulting a woman throwing water bottles at her. And it's just a police a police report, and you just you get it on your phone. Uh, I, there's t- Oh, God, I would delete that, dude. I would not that, have that on my phone. <laughs> I am pretty close to deleting it, dude. Yeah, because I can see myself getting way too obsessed with this shit. Nah. And, yeah. and a big thing, too, is, like, my main concern here is fires, right? You just hear about all the natural fires right, and yeah. wildfires in Cali. So that was my main concern moving here. And then... It's I guess it's kind of good honestly. This this app is making me realize that there's fires all the time, um, and it doesn't seem to be a concern for anyone. Like it's hmm. just it's a new thing that we have to deal with, you know, like being from Texas. But it's like there's constantly brush fires, there's constantly structural fires, there's homeless people that you know their encampment goes on fire and then right. a field will go on fire from it. You know, yeah. Like so, it it kind of has uh, desensitized me a little bit to like the fire scare that I had moving here. So at least there's that. Well, that's good. Uh, not really in the way that I think would be best for you to. It's not right. the best way to get desensitized. Is that there's so much that it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But I was thinking if if I had this app in Austin, it'd be the same thing, man. There's just constantly shit going that's on. That's true. It, yeah, especially where you were, because you were right next to like downtown. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it would be it would be nonstop. Stuff like yeah. nonstop reports of man walking around with gun, man with knife, yeah, you know, woman, yeah, woman attacking people with stick. Like literally, I'll get that shit <laughs> on my phone here, and I'm just like, all right, well, so it is a little desensitizing. Um, but other than that, dude, like we are just loving it, man. Like we were, we went around last night and we got some like really good gelato, and we um, made a really fucking good dinner, and we kind of feel like we're back in our groove. We took Bo to this like dog park that's just a beach. <laughs> and just hundreds of dogs running around. Oh, and like, God. We have to it was go amazing. there if I visit, man. Oh, dude, you, you, you're you going to love it. Oh, my God. I'm just going to like belly flop into the sand and let them all <laughs> like drown me. Dude, it was just a sea of adorable dogs. Oh. Every dog was like weirdly well behaved. <laughs> so like there were no fights. There was no aggression. There was like. Any dog that you can think of was was hanging out, and Bo was just having the best time, and we had a fucking great time. Um, and it's just, yeah, man, just like so many things to discover, and the weather's amazing. All the food we've had so far is really, really good. Um, yeah, and it sounds like uh, yeah. from before we started recording, it sounds like y'all are already over it. It sounds like you're already bored. <laughs> uh, pretty much. I'm ready to move back. <laughs> Had your fill. I'm like, I think I've seen all I could see. Um, <laughs> you don't know how excited I was to go to a dispensary. Uh, I mean, I, th- I, I, I'm sure I could gauge how excited you were. <laughs> <laughs> Probably by judging by how much I talked about it before we moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, super. It's just all. It's all really fun, man. Just discovering all this new stuff and. Oh, and dude, you can and, finally yeah. make your weed YouTube channel. 
Dude, I've honestly been thinking about that. That's the only thing that, that also sucks. The only other thing that really sucks about moving into an apartment versus a house is I really wanted to grow my own weed. And sure, yeah. I can't do that in an apartment. Um, so that's a bummer. Uh, so I think that's what we're thinking about is like in the next, for this year, like really love this apartment and make it our own. But then also next year, we're going to have a lot more time to look for houses. So that's right. kind of like yeah. the idea is, is to find a, a really more permanent place next year. But holy shit, dude, like moving to San Diego without a plan exactly on where you're going to live and within three days finding a place that you really like, I think is just so fucking lucky. I mean, it could have gone a lot worse. <laughs> dude, I mean, the Airbnb that we got for two weeks, I mean, I hate to tell you how much we paid for it, but it was over 2000 bucks. Well, two weeks is, I mean... That makes sense. Yeah, right? Like $130 a night times 14. Um, so, yeah, it got really expensive. And the last thing I wanted to do was was spend another two weeks in an Airbnb to, to find the perfect place, quote unquote. Right, you know? yeah. Little did we think that we would find a place that we were just super happy with literally the day that we got to the city in the first place we looked at. Where it's just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like this little – feels very California. It's on like – it's it's in a building with only two other apartments, kind of like our older place, but like way nicer. Mm. Um, behind someone's house, so it's just kind of like you're sharing this property with a house. Um, the neighbors have like an adorable little like two year old kid, and like the lady next door to us, like we haven't even seen her, so it's perfect. <laughs> and we we're on the second story, and we just overlook all these because all the houses are one stories. So we're just overlooking all these one story houses, and the sunset you can see from our kitchen windows. Oh, dang. So it's just this, like, awesome. we're cooking dinner, and yeah, dude, and there's just nothing but a sunset with palm trees and all these, like, Spanish-looking houses. And you just, you can overlook <sighs> all of them. And it's so fucking cool. It feels so California. It feel it's just, like, it felt perfect for us, you know, so. Dude, I'm so happy that y'all, that y'all got over there, that you did the dang thing, and you're, like, you're, you're finally, like, enjoying living living in cali man yeah thanks man uh that being said it doesn't really pertain to this podcast so let's just get on with it yeah i'm i'm over it yeah um i mean it's not that exciting well real quick i mean before we get into the podcast i want to know how things have been going in texas uh well i know you flooded your apartment (laughs) with with happy or sad tears whichever (laughs) it's hard to tell you haven't seen your diamond pig in a couple weeks uh well, here's some fun news is that I'm sure well, I'm sure you've heard about this, but they're telling us to stop to like use minimum amounts of electricity over here. I I literally just saw that this morning that there's been like unplanned outages. Yeah. Right yeah, now. it's the same thing as winter, but for the summer. And it cuz apparently dude. there's a heat wave coming in and we're going to get to 120 degrees. No. Yeah. Uh so that's like that's that's what we're preparing for and uh oh my god so y'all y'all got out at a pretty good time i'd say (laughs) dude i was texting a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about that and he was just like man y'all left at the perfect time and i was just like well yeah it's like it's summer in austin like of course we left at the perfect time i didn't realize y'all are gonna deal with 120 fucking degrees oh yeah it's it's gonna be rough man and like holy shit you know we'll see i like i i think it'll be 
It's it's a one or the other with Texas, apparently. You either get heat stroke or frostbite. <laughs> Jesus, dude. And all because they want to be – they want their own grid. Yeah, and it's like they're yeah, not managing yeah. it right. And it like, That's ridiculous. It, 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 look, we've, we've seen how good it is this last year, haven't we? Right. And with the amount of well, – uh, like the electricity bills that some people have gotten – because of this system, it's insane. Right. It's it's really I know, dude. Uh, I mean, that's holy shit. That's fucking crazy, man. I hope y'all do okay with that. No, I think we'll be we'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, that's it's not something to look forward to. Uh, oh, aside from geez. that, I have been going out a little. Been been oh. going out to the clubs just to see what's up. You've uh, been clubbing. I've been clubbing a little bit. <laughs> Dang boy! Not not how other people club. I I usually just sit in the corner and drink until I'm confident enough to talk to somebody, or maybe that is how everyone. Clubs. That's I don't know. That is how everyone clubs. <laughs> what I do is I get as sober as possible until I don't want to talk to anybody. That's how I club. <laughs> yeah, how I did it was I got I would drink until I felt confident enough, and then I end up drinking too much, and then I would go home. Mm. <laughs> well, that's I don't think I that's fun too. I don't think I ever willingly approached anyone in a bar that I wasn't there to begin with. That I wasn't there with. I mean, you know? man, I, I did do that for like the first time. The amount of times I've introduced myself to random people without like a middleman or without a reason, it, I can probably count on one hand. Right. But I had enough Moscow mules and I got, hey, I got the confidence. That's a good drink. <laughs> yeah. And it, it turned out great. They, they were cool people. Hopefully we'll meet up again. Uh, nice, but you know, I you know, whatever. That's just what's dude. Been I feel like happening in, over in, here. Intentions everything with that man. Like girls know or guys know. I mean, they know when they're just getting hit on. You know, so it's just like so many of them are just gonna shut you down. But if you're just being nice, I mean, some people will be a dick because they think that you're just trying to hit on them at first, and then some people. You know, will realize that oh, this is just a nice dude who's just trying to make a friend. I mean, you know? yeah, it, it was just like. It was a couple of people. They came in together, and like I got there way too early because I had no idea like what time to go to the bar. I got there like <laughs> I got there at like nine. Uh, okay, that's not so bad. Well, apparently I was thinking like eight fifteen or something. I, <laughs> I got there at six when they opened. <laughs> uh, but no, I had a cup of coffee. The lady was like, "Yeah, no one comes in until like ten thirty. I'm like, "God dang it!" So I just like yeah, I took a quick walk around the the square, came back. These were like the only other two people in there. They sat next to me. I'm like, ah, what the fuck? You know, might as yeah. well. And it turned out to be a pretty cool night. Nice. So you took them both home? Yeah, I took them both home. Uh, did the slam jam. If you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. Made it. Made them your slam pigs. <laughs> made them, I made them my diamond pigs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they went They went uh, digging for truffles, if, if, you, if you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> They, you know, they found a, they found a, a, a crap. What do pigs sniff out? Uh, truffles. I they just found my truffle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call. That's, oh no, we're leaving it at that. All right. Uh, What's up, guys? Yeah. Well, dude, we're trying to, we're kind of trying to do the same here in San Diego. We're having to like fucking. Well, talk yeah, to you got to make a whole new and... friend group, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily, we both have like one friend you know both both of our one friends that live in town like are people that we haven't talked to in a while um but one of them is a, was a really good college friend of mine that we kind of ended on bad terms so oh, nice. i uh i'm really looking forward to like seeing him again and and 
you know, reconciling and reconnecting a little bit. Right, and, right. And we, the terms we ended on were so stupid. It was just a fight about dogs and stuff. And it was just like... <laughs> about dogs? Yeah, it was just that... I think the, my memory was that he was coming to visit and I asked him not to bring his dog because um, his dog was like a little aggressive and it was always very aggressive towards Bo, my dog. So like... I specifically was just like, hey, man, you're more than welcome to stay at my apartment, whatever, but just just don't bring your dog, please, like if someone can watch him or, you know, whatever. And then uh, he said, sure, and then he ended up bringing the dog anyway. Well, so all right. it was an argument. Yeah, and then it, it was an argument that ended up being like, well, we're never going to talk again after this. But that, that was in the past. <laughs> that, exactly. That was, that was probably 10 years ago at this point. So, um, yeah, so like, you know, really looking forward to seeing him and we got a couple of people but yeah man we're at the beaches at restaurants at anywhere we're going we're like way more open to talking to random strangers now than we have ever have been mm, yeah uh so i'm getting a little practice on uh you know <laughs> i mean a I, dickhead i'd be lying if i uh didn't say that maybe the pandemic helped out with this a little bit you know you're like uh, so isolated throughout the entire thing that true any social interaction is it seems like a good thing dude i found myself doing things very uncharacteristic of myself like during the pandemic like when we went to uh uh no that's always been in the cards but we went to go stay at a cabin one time on the middle of fucking nowhere in texas and um it was like a a cabin kind of like camp resort thing so like I, I'm going up to the office to talk to someone and while I'm waiting a lady um, is standing behind me with her kid and she I turned around and I was just like you know didn't ever dude if it was up to me I would never talk to a stranger like right. most of my life like <laughs> I, I'm just not into it and so she was standing behind me and I just kind of like you know I'm just standing around waiting and I look at her I was like we're going to Garner State Park today and she was like okay and <laughs> And I was like, have you ever been? She goes, no. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and I kind of waited around a little bit. I go, so you from here? And she was like, no, we're not. We're just here to hunt. And I was like, oh, so where's home? And we just kind of started going back and forth. And I'm just like, I've literally never said the, I've never asked a question. So where's home? <laughs> so- you know, like that is such a like dad at the grocery store, like, no, you know, he, just some older man talking to you, just being like, "Oh my god, this guy gonna, just wants to make a friend." Like you're just some character in in a in a comedy show, man. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> we're all just characters on the stage, man. <laughs> the world's like, a stage, and we're all just players. The world's a vampire, and I'm just a fang, brother. <laughs> Wait, so you what? You're the vampire's fang? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You're, I'm just part of the body. I'm part of the world. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, I did watch Blade yesterday, uh, so that's actually uh, fresh on me. That's a classic, dude. That still holds up. Yeah, man. Wesley Snipes, he was looking fresh as hell through the entire movie. <laughs> He's badass in those movies, dude. Oh man, it was Love it. it was pretty good. I'll be honest, it was it was pretty rad. The, the special effects, like they they didn't age poorly. Like they still looked pretty good. Yeah, they surprisingly hold up. Like, I probably saw it recently, like in the last year, and I I watched all three, but mm. the the only 
special effect that really, really didn't hold up in the first movie was when the main guy gets like chopped in half during the final battle, oh, and his body like man, that one <laughs> it like goops the, back together. The thing with it, it didn't look great, but just the vulgarity of it, just the like uh, yes. you see the body pulling itself back together. I think that like that itself got me over the cheesiness of how it looked. Yeah, it looked like lava lamp goop. of it, man. Dude, I loved it. Yes. it it's kind of like um, in the new uh, Ar- Army for the, Army of the Dead movie on Netflix. Army of Darkness. There's no. I think it's Army of the Dead. Um, yeah. It's the new Zack Snyder zombie movie on Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the opening credits are probably the best part of the whole movie. And there's a part where a lady is like just with a 50 caliber like machine gun, just like do 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 do, just like blasting away at these zombies, and literally like an entire like their torso just starts getting like blown apart Jeez. like all of these body parts are flying everywhere and I'm just like dude this is exactly why I'm watching this movie <laughs> well. all right, are we done here no, yeah we're done uh, so all we'll right. see you next week thank you all for listening uh, bye that was our review on seven years in the mystic room <laughs> oh yeah 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 music yeah I, I thought we'd switch it up for today uh, I thought we'd listen to uh, an album all right. Yeah, you cool with that? Yeah, I didn't ask for this, but you know, I'm. It's it has been f- forced upon me. Yeah, no, I, I look, I I just like to push you outside of your little bubble. You know, I I like you to, I like you to experience new things. I don't like you all hold up, just just mm-hmm. talking about your little movies and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I really really appreciate it. No, yeah, you you should. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a big brother thing for me. Like, I'm volunteering to do this for, for, you know, no other reason than to help you, you know? With for the, my benefit? For no pay or anything, so. Since when? <laughs> Since you make me Venmo you $25 every time we record an episode. <laughs> hey, no, hey no, uh, all right, we're going to redact that. Uh, <laughs> for production fees, whatever that's, whatever that accounts for. I say production fees slash cocaine, okay? So you know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a good that's a good uh, segue to this record because he talks about cocaine on one of these songs. He does. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the half an hour babble, half an hour music podcast called the Earbuds Podcast. I the Babblecast, as always, am your host Brett Centaur Hanrahan. I feel like I've done that before. It's an easy well to one. go to. <laughs> <laughs> With me as always is my co-host. Uh, we're both co-hosts. I like to think so, but you called yourself the host, so I'm, I let you ran with it. <laughs> I let you ran with it. Uh, With me as always is the other host, the other main host, Lucas Centaur Intrakovs. <laughs> Lucas the other host Intrakovs. Lucas the other host, the other Centaur Intrakovs. <laughs> Oh my god, are we changing our podcast to the Centaur cast or Centaur pod? <laughs> Centaur buds. Honestly, I love Babblecast. Babblecast I want to write down. Yeah, Babblecast. Like, I was thinking of podcast names for something else. I thought of Scattercast, Babblecast. Yeah, Scattercast is good. Something like that. Uh, well, you know, Brett, some people call us the odd couple of podcasts. Is that what they've been saying? Other people call us the, the pod couple of oddcasts. Well, it's so weird because in the South... 
people call us the odd couple of podcasts. But in the north, I've heard mm. people calling us the pod couple of oddcasts. I think it's just like a regional dialect type thing. Yeah, you know? I think it's like a carpetbagger muckraker yeah, situation. It's, it's like a it's like a Coke soda type thing, right? A pop, a pop. Like, you know, we're yeah. yeah, we're the pop cast. Lightning bugs, fireflies. That yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, I just like to call us earbuds. You know, <laughs> I like to keep personally. It, listen, I like to keep it simple. Yeah, I'm just me, an old simple man. I just like. I'm to just talk a simpleton. About, I'm just a simpleton. <laughs> so what are we? Uh, what exactly are we talking about today? Well, I'll tell you. We are talking about brick and mortars, uh, debut EP, I believe, seven years in the Mystic Room. Uh, okay, so let me listen to that real quick. Yeah, just go ahead and pop it on. Uh, you can just skip me through seventeen most of it. minutes. It's 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 mostly the same. It's not a you know, not much happens. Uh, so you can get through it pretty quick. I mean, I don't know if that's a joke, but you're not that far off. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, All right. I mean, to exact it's exact that's exaggerating, but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this is. Very intentionally an EP due to the move. Uh, but I still think Appreciate it's a great that. record. And it's a nice 17 minute, like five songs, just a real quickie if you're like going to the gas station or something, you know? Yeah, quick in and out. A quick in and out. It's got, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to bring it on is just because like the percussion on it is so good. Uh, yeah. It's surprisingly catchy, you know? Yes. Uh, and I don't know, man. It's it's just it's just got a kind of groovy yet experimental feel to it that I really like. Uh, and so those were the main things. I, I I think I found this on Reddit when I was looking up like what are some perfect ten out of ten records, and this came up, and I wouldn't quite agree with that. <laughs> wow, yeah, but that's that's a bold statement. It's, it's pretty bold, but you know, not a bad album either. Like, not a bad way to get. Uh, into this, you know, definitely, man, definitely. I mean, this is a drummer's record. Like the drummer is just yeah killing yeah, sure. it. <laughs> he is killing it the whole time, man. He's like some of these fills that he does, and like the the combination of like, I think for the whole record, like the combination of like reggae and hip hop and jazz is just kind of like this through line throughout yeah. the whole record and the drums are just driving that well i read on the wikipedia that they used to be now i don't know what this is an improv drum and bass band <laughs> really uh and they they moved more into a cohesive pop type thing when when they became brick and mortar uh so hearing like reggae stuff and you know, obviously a lot of drum and bass type things. It makes a right. lot of sense. Yeah, man. It reminds me a lot of um, like 21 Pilots. Really? Yeah. Like a lot. Because 21 Pilots, I feel like especially some of their earlier stuff was like pretty reggae inspired. Um, Obviously very hip hop inspired. But it's like just a combination of like reggae, hip hop, jazz, like packaged as a rock band. Yeah. Is uh, really, really unique. And it's it's a duo. And it's two people. Like this yeah. is so much noise for two people to create. Yeah. You know? and when they when they perform live, it's the drummer and uh, 
The other guy, I think he usually plays bass and sings. Right. And, you know, they got everything on a track, but it's still... I, I think it's still pretty impressive for, for, for two dudes. Yeah, because it's not just drums and bass, right? Like, there's there's organ. There's a lot of organ. Oh, yeah, the there's whole... a lot of electronic instruments throughout. There's honestly not a lot of guitar that I heard. Is there any guitar? There might... You know, there might not be any at all. I really don't think there's any, dude, which is like, you know... I guess as a guitarist to me is like pretty fucking impressive to like be able to write a rock album without guitar. I mean, it, it seems like at this point it must've been a conscious decision not to have guitar or at least to keep it to a minimum. Cause it's such an easy instrument to just pepper in to any song, you know? Right. Uh, but it, I mean, it does kind of keep it a low frequency type album, you know? Yeah, a lot of, it's very deep, like low end. Yeah, it's a lot of low end. The the bass is pretty high in the mix compared to like, mm-hmm. you know, most other music. It's, yeah, it's got a kind like of a, a jungle vibe at times to me. Dude, jungle is a great way to describe it. Like even kind of like circus e at times. <laughs> sure. You know? And it's definitely the the there's there's there was so much for me to like on this record, but the things that I don't that I didn't like as much were the the very poppy aspects of it all. Mm. The like the claps like during "Told You Not to Let Go" <laughs> when they're kind of like, like in the chorus and yeah, the claps like kind of bugged me a little bit. Um, you know, it's just little things like that that I think are just like um, out you know overdone. Okay. Um, but yeah, I will say like, yeah. I mean, have you even heard, have you heard of Flowbots? Do you ever listen to yeah, Flowbots? Yeah, of course. These guys remind me of Flowbots too, because really? there were so many moments. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like there were so many moments on this record that I thought that they were gonna bust out in a, into a ska song. <laughs> like the beginning, like told you not to let go. The way that that song starts and builds up, bef- like in the intro, like before they get to the first, like yeah. I guess verse. I don't know if they start with a chorus, but like that whole buildup just sounds like it's like <laughs> like I was just totally hearing you were reggae and ska in my head. Yeah. I was one hundred percent expecting it, and I think the uh, the drums are like what really like he uh, the drummer to me is obviously like listens to a lot of ska reggae. Really, same with the singer. To be honest, like the singer's voice, I mean, he sounds really really influenced by reggae. To me, the way the the melodies that he uses are, I mean, he even says like "boss DJ" in one of these, and and told you not to let go, which is like probably a sublime reference. <laughs> um, but also, like, yeah, the way that he's singing is very reggae inspired to me. Like, I hear a lot of reggae in 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 his melodies. Man, I having little to no experience with reggae, I didn't I didn't notice anything like that. But that's, that's I mean, I, cool that you you got that. Yeah, I mean, you know, as someone who doesn't like or listen to a lot of reggae, like I wouldn't expect you to to pick up on that. Um, but maybe that helps to kind of explain like why this sounds so unique. You know, mm. like it's this isn't these aren't melodies that you hear in a lot of rock music. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, but I mean, I will say too, like. I I really like the singer's voice, like just the sound of his singing, like the way that he sings is really cool. Yeah, uh, I liked a lot of his melodies a lot. 
I was kind of worried at first because he it it's like a bit of a not a high pitched voice. It sounds like it's just about to get nasally, but it doesn't quite get there. Uh, so I was worried it would get annoying after a while, but it it never did. Like I love it. I love his voice as well. Yeah, I think it helps that it's only seventeen minutes, right? I like mean, maybe sure. if it was forty five minutes of that, it might get old after a little bit. Yeah, maybe at that point. Yeah, and it, it was high. Like when he's like, "I told you, yeah. not, not to let go." go. <laughs> yeah, but it's it is so catchy. Like all of his all of his melodies are really catchy. But I will say, man, once you get to like backwards clock, his melodies start to sound very similar across all the songs. Is that right? He has like, to me, he has this way of writing melodies that. Um, he just seems to gravitate towards and it became repetitive after a little bit like the way that the his little the inflections the up and down of of the notes that he would sing I'm just like wow like backwards clock you know parts of it sound like told you not to let go and new poss- new possibilities or new possibles or something yeah. it starts it's starting to sound a lot like 20 pound hammer you know or 20 pound whatever it's like and uh and I think it's, you know, I think it might be something also just like as a singer or vocalist or something like that. Like I I am paying a lot of attention to the vocals yeah. on anything that I listen to. Uh, like I'm sure you probably pay way more attention to the drums than I do. <laughs> yeah, and, for sure. You know, like we've talked about that before where like I'll show a song to a friend of mine who's a drummer and he'll hate it because the drums are boring. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, but the melody is so good, you know, or like the lyrics are so great. And he's like, oh, the lyrics are like second or you know or third or whatever so like that's something i noticed a lot on this record it was just like after a while the the melodies got repetitive um despite they were all super fucking catchy but it's i can't tell you one over the other like one one melody over another on the song man songs. well i thought i thought going through this record each song has its own like unique feel to it i i i never got bored with the melodies i never noticed like a pattern through it i thought he he worked pretty well with what the music gave him so i don't know i i thought it was i thought it was great i I didn't think he was uh kind of like defaulting uh to anything myself right. but i mean I don't yeah there was there was there was um patterns that i that i started hearing more like as the you know by the third song i could start to tell i was like okay this guy's kind of reminds me of like a cold play type thing where it's like he can write in a certain key that's like really good for his vocals mm. and he kind of i mean i think on you know and it's not to say like it's all the same because there's parts of like backwards clock is when i really started noticing it which is like halfway through the ep but that's not to say that it like every single melody is the same like there are parts of each song that are unique but it's he does have this like like I told you, not to let go is very similar to you know part of Backwards Clock, which is very similar to part of One A Five, and you know it's like it's he kind of has these notes that he seems to like gravitate towards. Right. I, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know anything about uh, music, uh, but it it it's it it could be a very real possibility that these songs are all like in the same key. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me to be honest. And you're, I mean, I th- honestly, I think you're starting to show your ignorance to composition right now. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. 
and I, I don't care. <laughs> uh, sounds like such a dick comment. <laughs> You're ignoring the importance of the composi- of the confusing of the music. Th- yeah. I think you're just you're. Did you even read the sheet music, bro? Are you kidding, dude? Me? Yeah. Did you see how many fucking quarter notes there were in this? <laughs> Jesus. So many, so many half note rests. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I will say though, man, I love how reggae e his vocal his vocals are. There's something very eighties reggae to me about it. Eighties, nineties reggae. reggae to me specifically. Yeah, which you know. Had a had a very specific sound. Um, the people who were popular at that time, like Barrington Levy, and some of these other guys, like they all had their go to little things that they would do. Hmm. And I think that's when people like really kind of zeroed in on like, well, people like when I do or whatever. So I'm gonna do that on every single song, you know? Right. Like Marty Siahu definitely has like go to like melodies and and ways of singing things that it's just like after a while you're just like we get it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, um, but I loved the, the, like, just like with the fucking drum, if there's only drum and bass on the record, like they better be fucking good. And the bass is great on the record too. Oh yeah. I, doing I, really cool stuff. It took me a while to notice, but the grace, the, the grace has some bass parts. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it really did. The, it, it's, it, uh, it's, he, he, it's like, it's like he, not flashy, <laughs> but it's better. I don't know. It's better than fucking System of a Down, just like do 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 You know, like I can play those bass parts like with no problem. That's when I know they're not good bass parts if I can play them. He does have nice jazziness to it, you know, like especially like on a like New Possibles. I feel like he has like some really cool bass parts on that kind of walking bass lines. Yeah. Right. And the little like kind of like right yeah that and he does like those cool little moments of just like when it's just it really is just the the bass or the bass uh with like the kick drum or something he's just like doom 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 like they just kind of have that that percussive like they're really in sync with each other and that's probably why they both sound really good together I mean I've always I've always tended to enjoy bass and drum duos more than guitar and drum duos and maybe totally maybe it's because like if you're if you're a guitar and drum duo it seems like you got to kind of work around each other and maybe fill each other's gaps but with bass and drums you all work together a lot more cohesively and it's much more of a team effort or at least that's what i've scene with like uh you know royal blood death from above 1979 yeah yeah uh uh this these guys <laughs> <laughs> right brick and mortar brick and mortar yeah no yeah i think it's uh you know growing up i always thought it was weird that like uh bass was considered a percussive more of a percussive instrument and like realizing that you call the bass and drums the percussion section I'm just like wait what like that I and and you realize how in sync you really have to be it makes sense that these dudes were a fucking improv uh, <laughs> duo or whatever yeah it's like 
yeah, to be able to to write music that's this tight with bass and drums, they must they must be able to just like they probably work so well together, right? Yeah, that they can improv this shit and still do it well, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never fucking heard their improv stuff, but well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's. <laughs> I'm sure it must have been something. Right. It, it was something to get them to start doing this. Yeah. There's just such there's such little information about these guys out there. Yeah. Really. Uh, and for people who even have the CP. like. Right. You know, I, like how many they have like, yeah, they have almost half a million listeners on Spotify and I haven't heard anything about them. And their Wikipedia page is like, you know, barely has a has a below the fold. Yeah. Uh, and like, I believe this I believe this EP came out in like 2008 and I think they're still going like they had a virtual show last year. Uh, yeah, they're definitely still going. And so that, I, I listened to the, some of their latest stuff, and it's definitely a lot more poppy now. Really? Yeah, a lot more pop music. Hmm. Uh, and apparently they did uh, a remix of, uh, or a remix cover of uh, Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child that was used in a movie, like, in 2015. I have no idea how that would work out, but I guess I'll need to check it out. I would love to listen to it. <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah, like it to to me these guys are kind of a mystery, honestly. A little bit. Like it's, in finding live videos of these songs is actually pretty tough. It seems like they don't play the songs from this EP very often. I would love to see some of their live video because apparently their live shows are like really like involved and theatrical and I mean, yeah, I saw that on the Wikipedia, and then I looked up some live videos, and it didn't, it honestly didn't seem like anything out of the ordinary, so I don't know what. Oh, really? I don't know. The, the videos were a little more modern, so it might have been like back in the day they, they put more work into it or something. I don't know. Maybe so, yeah, because I saw that they were like kind of compared to Flaming Lips a little bit with like their live show really? stuff, yeah, which is like really made me want to see them. Well, I'd still love to see them if they're if they're coming around. But yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'll catch COVID to see these guys. <laughs> Wait, is that the the COVID mutation? That's that's coming yeah, I'll out get next. The Delta, summer? the Delta eight strain or whatever mm, for yeah right. for, this, for this band, <laughs> full of THC and well, fucking totally worth it. <laughs> uh, so, but I bet a lot of these songs too would like be. Not that I I enjoyed this record, but I bet live the songs would be a lot more like intense, you know, like having those those drums be playing live. Man, oh I would yeah, love to see this guy play that shit live for sure. Some of his fills were so cool, dude. Like some of his decisions that he made. Oh yeah, yeah. He he does some like crazy fast. Like uh, I think my favorite drum part is in the first song, uh, where they kind of have that breakdown. He's like, dude, cat, dude, dude, dude. Yes, it's like very jazzy, you know. Super jazzy. I love Super that jazzy. part so much. I've been wanting to like, I've been trying to incorporate it in in the jams that Luis and Michael do. But hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a that's such a twenty pound is such a great way to start any record. Yeah, I think so as well. I I love the intro, uh, and it, and it just goes into. The, the vocals and the instruments coming in. Uh, it's a very catchy little 
pattern he's doing on the vocals. Yeah. It, they love numbers, man. These guys love they, numbers. They do. <laughs> they got like, <laughs> yeah. you know, $40, $60 ticket with a $20 bill. Got $7. It's seven years in the Mystic Room. 20 pounds, 185 drop. It's like, yeah, I got a... God, y'all. <laughs> they love math. Some about $47 or something also. and No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah, it's a... 20 pound is... is definitely one of my choice nugs man it is so fucking cool me as well man uh it's it's just like super i don't know as you said it's the perfect way to start off the album such a great that little like the thanks to you thanks thanks to to you you. and that like where they kind of break it down a little bit and the bass is just kind of holding out this one note and the drums are doing yeah 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 on the rim yeah, I love oh, that, dude. Man. And they have this, like, kind of dirty, like, synth, like, organ or something playing in the background mm-hmm. of it. Like, those parts, like, get me so, like, those are those are the little parts that, like, give me fucking goosebumps in songs, man. It's this is quiet intensity, you know? It's not yeah. like they have to fucking be in your face and loud and everything. It's this really quiet aggression. And then, yeah, they go from that, like, thanks to you. Thanks to you, yeah. and then bah, like Mar- like Mars Volta esque like fucking explosion of drums. Yeah, and the bass is like yeah. and then they break down to that almost like kind of Middle Eastern. Yeah, like yeah, man. Yeah, like they got your tambo going. They got a fucking organ going. It's really hype. It's a really hype. Three minutes of music, man. Yeah. Uh, what did you uh, What did you think of the lyrics throughout this album? Did you look those up at all? I did. You know, man, I I fucking am getting so tired of the Genius website. <laughs> yeah. I am so sick of how shitty this website. The UI is so fucking bad, or the UX, or whatever. It's. I mean, how many times are you scrolling down the page and you accidentally click the fucking banner, the the advertisement at the top, because it somehow follows you as you scroll down the page and oh, covers yeah. up the content for just a split second? Um, because of that, I didn't look at much. Uh, I got really sick of Genius.com, so I just kind of started <laughs> following along with the lyrics. But I I liked the the lyrics that I could pick up on. I liked it. I think it. Um, I like the storytelling lyrics and and uh, told you not to let go. Yeah, like telling little micro stories of these people. Yeah, which is another kind of like sublime-ish thing to me, you know, (laughs) Uh, where they kind of will tell, you know, the the song will be about someone, like someone that they know or whatever. But, dude, yeah, like when they're starting out, told you not to let go, and they're just like, oh, what's that intro part that he's just like... I mean, he's just kind of doing... It's very slow, very somber... Yeah. yeah, Matt and I, the father on the coast of Spain. Yeah, with all this ambient, and then they go into do, yeah, the, and the way that build up is what makes me really think it was gonna be ska. Yeah, I just all I could hear was was fucking sublime style ska playing right there. I mean, man, this, this, I mean, if this record had some horns, 
I think that would, oh. that would make it real. Dude, I yes, that would make this like it would just propel this into like way. I'm sure they would cooler territory. I'm sure they would have found a cool way to integrate it with this sound that they've crafted. You know, like totally probably put a bunch of effects on it, like like some delays and you know weird reverbs and distortions and stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh man, now I really want to hear horns on this. <laughs> that would be such a perfect addition to this, which would push it over the edge to that reggae territory that I really think these guys right. could get to. Um, I did. I did like the lyrics. I thought. Um, I thought some of them had a cool message. Like I like the "Told You Not to Let Go," which was like apparently about his dad being a blood diamond smuggler. Really? That's apparently it's about the singer's dad being a a diamond smuggler. And then they got in trouble, or his dad got in trouble. So that's they're just talking about like, I was there the next day, or we had to stay there the next day, or something. Um, I don't know what he's talking about in twenty pound, but I liked all the the number wordplay yeah. stuff. I for most of the songs, I read the lyrics and I had no clue what he was talking about. Like there were some instances where like, all right, this is probably like drugs or something. Uh, this is that's maybe a little bit about like suicide and the 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 backlash of you know a past love or something like that but yeah like i think like backwards clock is a pretty obvious like what the theme of that is where it's like for sure yeah people taking all these cosmetics to look younger and there's no turning back the clock you know Uh Um, but i like it i like the the message of like trying to you know trying so hard to stay looking young and trying to be beautiful their whole lives and like kind of what a waste of time that is like i i I dig that that message. I totally agree with it, and I think uh, and I think the way he wrote it was cool. Like um, talking about like uh, you're like pulling up. God damn it! See, I just clicked the fucking album cover. That's not what I wanted to fucking <laughs> click on. I fucking hate this website. Um, Pretty cool album cover though, right? Very. I love the album cover. I really didn't know what to expect from the album cover. I I, I thought you pulled up a reggae record like with those colors. I mean, and that that uh that fucking font that they used. Honestly, to me, I saw that cover. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be some, like, weird experimental, like, percussion stuff. And I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, like, that was, was pretty spot on. Like, that was pretty <laughs> spot on. I was yeah. I was actually expecting not to like it <laughs> as well. So, wh- but, when did you hear this for the first time? Uh, oh, God. Uh, probably six years ago or so. No shit. Is when I first heard it, and I just, you know, it's on the rotation. I'll I'll take it in every once in a while when I want a drum heavy, real quick, catchy type deal, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I I this didn't when I when I was listening to it, it, it I was surprised that you had recommended it, um, because it just didn't I wouldn't expect you to like this, um. Just because of how much reggae I heard in it. I was just like, you know. <laughs> but thinking, if you like 21 Pilots, I could see someone liking this, too. I, I still don't see the 21 Pilots connection. I know there there's a couple 21 Pilots songs with reggae parts in it. But yeah. aside from that, I don't know. Especially with the, with the new stuff they've been putting out. It is not so great. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't listened to any of their stuff probably in the last like five years. So I'm talking about like their first couple albums maybe are the only ones I really listened to. 
Yeah. But yeah, I like the I like the lyrics on Backwards Clock where he's saying like dead alive yet fresh and completely numb. Um I like the what do you take to feel on fire? What do you take to feel so young? Mm. Um and then he, chemicals enhancing beauty, chemicals to free your mind. The backwards clock is always creeping. You know, I I I think it's like I like the way that he was kind of it's it's on the nose, but at the same time it's kind of um you know, imaginative. Like a yeah. little it's, yeah, a it's little still, more poetic. It's a, kind of a bit psychedelic. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> and I, dude, I love the just the random fills that this drummer does on this song. Just, just random, like. Yeah, man. Do you think this guy plays? Do you think this guy plays with the fucking chopstick hand? The of the the one the one stick. I always think he's like the way you hold chopsticks. Oh, like the 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 jazz grip. Where it's like Jazz kind of grip, on the yeah. side for some reason. Yes. Uh, maybe so, man. I never understood how any drummer could actually drum like that, but he just sounds like he has that that little swing to his to all his drumming. You know, it's like he almost sounds like jazz trained. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I feel like that's how you get that swing. It's like you can't like I see like the the way that most drummers play. Like it feels like a more stiff way to play drums it's a little more and stiff it's, it's a just... little more heavy a little less nuanced yeah a little little more heavy-handed you're not able to do as many like little ghost notes and stuff here and then this guy is just all over the place with his drums like this the first time i listened to this it almost sounded like our expanded side project or something to me <laughs> with those drums dude i'm like this drummer is not satisfied just doing what is needed of him i mean like he yeah it's so many time like very creative beats I'd say like very creative things when he actually does like a normal beat. It's like, oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little like uh yeah it's a little surprising when he's just doing a straight like you know just like kind of not doing too much. But it did like really really make me think of like early Rx Bandits like and again with his with the melodies like Rx Bandits have very you know reggae infused. Uh, melodies and I feel like this is the same like this this sounds like it could be uh, like you know Rx Bandits is like little brothers <laughs> little Rx Rx Jr. yeah our little yeah they're little Rx, Rx brothers <laughs> Rxjr I love oh, that oh and that transition from uh, Backwards Clock to New Possibles yeah it's that very is cool. nice like they're kind of hitting this tom and then just goes into this doom 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 this kind yeah, of this little creeping explosion. groove beat a little bit. And another Arx Bandit thing to me. <laughs> like and yeah, dude, that it's yeah, very that, that beginning of New Possibles is really cool. Yeah. It 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 immediately sets the tone of the rest, rest of the song. You know? And he's and he's doing this deceptively simple kind of like marching drum thing but it sounds like there's like shakers going on at the same time oh yeah for sure and he's doing those maybe like those little rim shots also he's kind of riding on the rim of the snare is what it sounds like yeah you got a great bass like doom 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 yeah yeah I like the little guest vocals that they had look inside little little kind of hip hoppy feel to that yeah a little bit (laughs) this was a this was a contender for my 
Narnug, but I kind of dropped it at the last second for something else. New possibles. Yeah, yeah. Um, same here. I, you know, backwards clock and uh, told you not to let go. I mean, told you not to let go is super catchy. Backwards clock definitely like that's when I started kind of being like, oh no, like yeah, it's it's losing me a little bit. Uh, New possibles brought it back pretty strong, man. Like this, this is one that's like live. You would really feel that intensity of the way that the drums are playing. Yeah, and those like. Boom! Those like little tom hits that they'll do, like really fucking reverby. Yeah, definitely got me going for sure. Like this, this brought me back a little bit, and I think they ended it really, really strong. Um, yeah, with one eighty five drop. One eighty five drop was my other uh, choice. Nug. Mine too. Dude, was, wow! I we had the, th- both th- of the same ones. This may be the first time we've ever chosen the exact same nar nugs. Yeah, dude, that's that's uh, you know I'm, I can't say I'm surprised though. It's like they were such good bookends to the to this EP. I mean, yeah, like I I still love all the other songs, but right. the way that Twenty Pounds starts it off, the the jazz stuff they do, the build up, uh, the catchiness of the vocals is great. Uh, yeah, and the way that One Eighty Five drop bookends it, as you said, uh, with this still a little creeping. Still a little, it's it's like there's a shadow in the corner that keeps like moving, and you keep trying to look at it, but you never quite catch a glimpse. Like that's that's the kind of feel I've gotten through a couple of these songs, and it has that, but it also has this uh, bit more of a buildup. It 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 has yeah, they take their time a little bit, a little, uh, like your heart starts beating a little quicker. And and the danger is getting a little closer, and you can't see it, but you can sense it. Yeah, man, that's that's a it. It does like they take their time. I think it's the longest song on the record, so like they really do take their time to like build it up. A lot of these other songs just get into it, which yeah. which I dig. This one does have that beginning that the like yeah really kind of simple but really impactful, kind of like aggressive drumming, perfect for this build up. I love his, his the melody that he's singing again is just like very reggae to me the yeah like very very cool love the electric organ that's just oh. kind of like keeping filling in all that empty space from just like I mean you know about me in 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 my little organs so dude and and then they they kind of break that down to the the like I don't know, like, yeah, this little synth in the background. Yeah, and however they edited that, where they the synth is like they have the synth going like do 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 do, but it sounds like it's getting cut off with a with every little. Yeah, it almost sounds like a like a sample or something. Yeah, it sounds like they edited it after the fact to for it to sound like that. And I, you know, the drums just like just going oh. Dude, is this is this the one that has the fucking double bass drum part that is just Yeah, dude. Uh that double bass drum part in the bridge is so fucking killer. <laughs> and it's it is just so like driving and unexpected and he's doing like it sounds like he's doing double bass and toms. In the, in that so he starts doing that like two minutes in he starts doing that 
did like kind of leading up to the bridge and then once the the once he starts really singing like what you let go till your heart's on fire learn to let go he's doing the i think he's doing double bass during that along with the toms it sounds like he's going unless it's all toms i mean it sounds like there's extra going on oh and i'd love it that's definitely double kick dude i know yeah how cool is that jeez like man. that he's and doing I, this is i believe the only time he uses double kick on the on the ep totally and he, and not just like the only time that he pulls out the double kick but he's doing quarter notes like double kick quarter notes like that is hard they're more like eighth notes or 16th notes honestly oh there you go see i i thought i was gonna i was hoping i'd be right with quarter notes because i don't know that shit no i think it's 16th i don't know i haven't been i've been in band and ever sixth grade yeah sixth grade was the only time i i was doing it too i just think it is so cool to do that same part but with just the toms first so you just yeah right and then once the everything else kicks in, all of a sudden he keep he's keeping that going, but also doing the double bass at the same rhythm. It is just so full and yeah. like, and it was one of those it's like moments that almost. it's yeah yeah dude. It feels like a like a mudslide or like a fucking yeah like like and, like a building is falling apart above you, and you're just and like watching the debris fall. And you just wish, and you just wish it would last longer. <laughs> like, you just want the, the you want the demolishing to just last a little bit longer, so you can really fucking soak it in and really like live in it, you know. But it it really it is a the part with the actual double bass is probably ten seconds, um, if that. Yeah, if that. And I it is my favorite moment on the whole EP, <laughs> and it's such a great release too. Once they go back to the verse where they just open it up again. Yeah, it's it's very like it's very chill. It's like almost suspiciously calm when it goes back to that part. Yeah, but then they're doing all this crazy syncopation, all this very jazzy, very arcs bandit-y syncope- syncopation between the drums and they're they're not just doing like on the ones and twos. You know, like they're doing the all these random like get 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 yeah, yeah, yeah very our expandency to me like another thing that i was able to like really latch on to and be like i fucking like that a yeah, lot yeah 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 that it, it was once you kind of go through the whole thing and you listen to it multiple times and then you get back to 185 drop you're just like yeah new possibles the just does not compare and then you have the last like minute and a half of it that is him like whistling it's kind of it's it's a it's an outro where it's like you know that whistle part and varying degrees of uh the drums coming in and it's a little more ambient you know yeah weirdly like western vibes with the whistling yeah a little bit it kind of turns it into that with the whistles i guess it's it's probably because it sounds a little bit like the and also like like a western jungle <laughs> yeah like a western rainforest <laughs> <laughs> but a great way to end great way to end the record too like it's it um they're really good at making you want more like the the songs that i liked a lot were always like i could listen to like that 185 drop is four and a half minutes long i can listen to another four and a half minutes of that <laughs> 
right. You know, 20 pound is, is less than three minutes. I could have that be double the length because they're both so catchy, so weirdly aggressive at the same time. And like weirdly aggressive and rock, you know, music, but like at the same time, really catchy. Yeah. There's like beautiful, there's like beautiful musicianship and, and moments in there. Like with the, I think the organ and the synth like adds so much to this. Like for sure. Yeah. So much. And it, man, now I can't get over it. I wish there were horns on this whole fucking, <laughs> on all five of these songs. They would add so much. Maybe we can hit them up and uh, find a couple people for them and get them to remake the album. Yeah, you know, it's been 11 years, man. Like, maybe we can get them to revisit this yeah. with some horns. You know? <laughs> been... Just for us. <laughs> just just for just for a couple a couple old head, old head fans. Yeah, you know, hey, we're doing a podcast all about your record. <laughs> maybe throw us a bone and, and re-record all five of these albums. Yeah, <laughs> or all hey, five like, of these we're tracks. doing this for free for you guys. Yeah. So maybe give a little something in return, you know? Yeah, maybe record a whole other EP for free for us. I don't see. I don't think just, that's too much to ask. I mean, honestly, I'm not asking for anything else but just to add horns to already existing songs. So all you got to do is go get horn players. Just get the wave files. Just get the finished songs. Just put some horns in it. Re-release it. It's not that hard, dude. That was. That's like. I wish I was as talented as like someone like Mark Ronson, because that would be so much fun for me to like take songs that already exist and just make them mine. Like, just add, oh, I think, you know, a guitar part here, and, like, this thing that I'm hearing in my head would sound so cool just on that one part. And all of a sudden, it's, you know, it's it's my remix of yeah. the song. And I just, all I did was added an element. Like, I would love to be able to, to be that talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, sure. I would, too. Yeah, not just I would love to do that. I would love to have the skills to do that. Because I don't. <laughs> well, we can only... uh deal with what we got and try to learn all we can and god damn it it ain't much brett it ain't much <laughs> well what would you rate this album lucas oh man you know there was only two two tracks that i wasn't like huge on which were told you not to let go and backwards clock i would say backwards clock is my least favorite yeah sure um i think uh there was nothing really special to take away from it in terms of like songwriting or musicianship or anything told you not to let go is at least like really catchy tells a cool story mm-hmm. um you know had a, a sublime vibe to it at times for me i definitely thought like it's a it's a reggae ska song without the reggae ska <laughs> guitar on it without the reggae um, ska in it yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um but you know for for being pretty it's pretty fucking solid man so i'd give it a, a you know a, a, a really high six if not a low seven I, I'd, i'll give it a 7.0 7.0 all right I, yeah that's not bad yeah man um surprising a very surprisingly entertaining five songs you know for very unique uh i can't think of anyone else that sounds like these guys um, right. Especially for two people that create so much, you know, joyful noise. To quote a Queen Latifah movie <laughs> about a church gospel choir, the these these guys uh, impress me a lot with this. Yeah, I think uh, five songs, seventeen minutes. I like. I I think it's a it's a great example of what a good EP 
can be. Yeah, for, you know? for being a, a debut, this is yeah. really impressive. It, I would be really proud of us. You know, if, if, <laughs> I'd be really proud of myself if I was involved in this in this record for sure. Yeah, and it, it yeah. you know it's it's it it is a record in its own right, just because it's not an album length. You know, it's it's not just a demo that they're giving off to people. Like it's its own work of art. You know, for sure, it has a focus. Yeah, definitely. There and, and there's a. You know, as some songs might sound like others, there it 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 it, uh, it doesn't feel like an EP. No, if, it feels yeah. like there's a lot of thought behind it. It feels you know? it's very cohesive, and it's That's very it. focused exactly. on mm-hmm. its theme and what it's trying to do. Definitely, like that's the perfect way to put it. Yeah, it's very focused and cohesive. So for 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 seven years in the Mr. Groom, I've given it a seven point seven. Uh, hey, going with the seven theme. Going with the sevens, man. I was gonna like seven point six. Well, I can up it. I can up it for them. You know, because I know 7. how much 7. they love their numbers. I'll give it a seven point seven eight five two six. Damn, you know, Michael's gonna love that rating. I think, you know, I was thinking like every time we get on with Michael, we should just do some like seven digit ratings. <laughs> I love it. My rating's gonna be like pie. Yeah, so mine is a three point one four one five nine two six. Uh, yeah, keep going. Uh, seven, eight, three, two, one, eight. I know you have pie memorized. Like you're fucking acting like you don't. <laughs> I just like to be humble. I'm very humble. Just trying to be cool. It. Yeah. Just trying to be cool in front of your friends. Yeah, that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. You're right. Typical. <laughs> typical. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we are slowly but surely getting back to to steady recordings i think we're getting to our schedule we're getting to our schedule we're getting back into it we're gonna have another crunch week it feels like the last three months have all been crunch weeks for us for some (laughs) reason you're not wrong (laughs) but we're you know recording probably three or four episodes in the next week and a half yep sounds like so look forward to another uh ep likely (laughs) Nope. <laughs> well, from me. Not from me. <laughs> uh but yeah, we're I mean it's it's not said with contentious uh no. you know, with contentious words like I love doing this. Yeah, uh, I'm very excited for this crunch. Yeah. Um uh, while I'm also excited to get just back to our schedule and back to equilibrium and everything. Um for but sure. man, you know, for not doing this for a couple of weeks, I'd give this episode a, a solid fucking 7.7. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking a 7.7777. Wait, 7.7777777. Yeah. Nine. Nine. <laughs> so you can round up that last seven. Yeah, we'll round that up that last seven to an eight. So yeah. 7.7777778. There you go. All right, great. <laughs> it means a lot that you would rate it the same as me i had the exact same rating in my head same number of numbers look man we're just on the same wavelength today you know Uh, we're vibing we're finally now that we finally got our auras out of the same vicinity now that one of us is in texas the other is in cali we can finally i can finally think you know yeah you can finally breathe there was just so much competition between the two of us for the city well god it was so stuffy you know and like only one of us can be the the king of Texas. Right. Yeah, there's not enough room for both of us in Texas. Yeah. Like it's for our egos. 
<laughs> like, no siree. Yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, I think on the next episode, I know exactly what I want to talk about. Okay. You sent me I, you sent me a series of emojis, which I, I did. Guess were was a hint. Do you, like, I never actually no. tried to guess what it was, but I can look back. The first one is a heart, two lungs, and a brain. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could think of was the head and the heart, but I don't know if you even uh, have that band on your list. No, I I tried really hard to get into them and I couldn't. <laughs> uh, and then you sent. A ball of yarn, a spool, and a needle with a thread in it. <laughs> Pretty clear what that is. Uh, yeah, man. And it's so clear that I think I don't even have to say it. And you could probably just tell me what those two things mean. Yeah, well, you guessed Primus, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a very entertaining back and forth for me sending those emojis. Because like I mentioned, I went to a dispensary. So I was having some fun <laughs> sending emojis. Um, but it is a band called Coastal Kites. Ah, yes. This is one of the few nine uh, plus ratings you gave in your albums of the week. Yeah, I was of the day. I and, can put and, some respect on it. it whatever. I, I didn't really keep up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and, and a pretty yeah, high is... nine as well, if I remember correctly. Man, I will say, when I listened to this last year, it really blew me away. Um, and I haven't listened to it since. It was a one-time one time sit-down. So it is called Journey into the Savalin Forest by Coastal Kites. It is very tribal and uh, experimental. So I'm super, super excited to hear what you thought about it. I'm really hoping that you can get it on, on your... Because I know it's on Spotify, but I'm... I'm hoping you can find it. I mean, let me let me coastal kites just spelled how it sounds. I assume. Yes. Uh, we got journey into the Savalin Forest. There you go. Savalin. Ten songs. It is ten songs. Good Beautiful. sir. All right, I'm downloading it right now. It came out in 2018. Oh wow. Pretty new. Yeah. Pretty, pretty new. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we will talk about that. Next time, I th- I think it's going to be a really interesting conversation. There's a lot to unpack on, on that record. Um, but in the meantime, until that record comes out, thank you everyone for listening. You can find us on Instagram at EBPCast. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Leave us a follow. Or just fucking unfollow us. If you're following us right now, unfollow us. That's what I'm requesting. Unfollow us. Tell your friends to follow us. Then follow us again. Yeah, then once you feel like FOMO from all your friends following us, then come back groveling yeah. back to our page. Yeah, that's the you preferred method. Brett, yeah, you can find Brett at Brett Hanrahan with like three R's or something. Three T's. You can find three, there you go. You can find me at Jean-Luc Guitard. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. It's uh, we're, we're hoping to come back to a more regular schedule next time. We'll keep coming out on Mondays. If you guys have any ideas for albums that you'd want us to review or... or you know, a feature on the podcast too. Like, let us know. Leave us a comment. Yeah, we were thinking of maybe doing a poll. You know, seeing seeing if anyone was interested enough to care to vote. <laughs> yeah, we'll see the thirty people that follow us on Instagram. Let's see if they want to get involved. Um, but I do think that we're going to have some really cool, pretty 
random albums for the next few episodes that we're going to get into. Like, I know the the few ideas I have are going to definitely, I think, challenge Brett. Your uh, oh boy. I think they're going to challenge you a little bit, but I think in a good way. Is this uh, that California getting... ego that they, they talk about? Yeah, I think, uh, again, you've shown your ignorance to composition so many right. times that I feel like, you know, as a as a <laughs> You got to teach me straight. You got to. I got to, you know, I just don't want you to go out there in the real world and embarrass yourself. Right. So, Thank you for that, by the way. I'm really just looking out for you. Um, but I think really challenging in the sense of that it's just music that you don't normally gravitate towards so i think that's that's kind of why i wanted to to do that and just maybe you know fucking force you to listen to something you wouldn't normally listen to sure um but everyone thank you so much for listening brett it was awesome talking to you and yeah you and you too of course man i would love if during a random you know i almost said mortalis but a random uh is it straggler daisy that's the name right uh we're actually changing it to daggler stracy Okay, great. That's not confusing at all. Well, during one of y'all's like jams, I would love if you guys, you know, zoomed me or skyped me or whatever, just so I could see all you guys at once. Sure, uh, just yeah. Just an idea. Just an idea. But yeah, man. Uh, I would. Uh, I think this was good. You know what? I think this was good too. Well, bye, buddy. Bye. And three and two.